Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Race Chaser Hello. 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 And welcome back to Race, Race Chaser. Chaser on the Road, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag Race. Starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. She's a super queen. <laughs> what is yours? I am a fellow super queen, Willem. And this you is are. All Stars 4. Yes, you're my super queen. <laughs> Ooh, you're my super queen. Ooh, then girl, I saw how super you looked behind that paywall last week on Hawaii Race Chaser. Girl. You I know. Uh, I know. Are we like cam girls now? Like, I kind of feel porny about it. Basically. <laughs> I mean... It's better than cameo, isn't it? <laughs> I can't do cameo. I like people keep asking me, like, "Hey, it's like a, you can make extra money," and like, but I'm like, as soon as you take them out of context and put it, them on YouTube, you look so stupid and so corny. Like because you're like in the same outfit, saying the same thing to like twelve different people, mm-hmm. and I just. Like, I can't, if someone can sell it to me and make me, like, think it's a great idea. Yeah, I just don't like feeling like a singing telegram. I'd rather just do something more honest, like suck their dicks for money. Instead <laughs> <laughs> of pretend I like you or know you. Hey, girl. No, just give me your fucking dick. That's the oldest cameo in the world. That's Basically. So, cameo is old this time. <laughs> So as you can probably hear, uh, we are both out on the road. Um, we're fully booked and fully blessed. Mm-hmm. Willem, where do you go right I'm, now? I'm in a basement of a Seattle theater on the Murray and Peter Coast. Uh, how's it going? It's going really good. Tonight, We uh, Monet and Trinity join us. So in total, we have a full winner. <laughs> You're such an idiot. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> that's very exciting you get both of them tonight we get, we get both of them we get jinx we got darren we got latrice we got me we got um bunion um it's it's a great show it's really really funny 
I saw Pendogram. the on Instagram with the huge crowd, and I love Haters Roast. It's like a really fun exhibition. Yeah, me too. Uh, where are you booked at right now? I'm in uh, Edinburgh, Edinburgh or Edinburgh. Everyone keeps saying Edinburgh, but it's spelled Edinburgh. So I don't, I'm They must I'm, be wrong. I'm saying it wrong. No. Right. No, no yeah. I just think everyone has been saying it wrong consistently. Sure. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, Big Dipper is with us as well in a studio in sunny Los Angeles. Yes, I'm here. And finally, on a microphone, as many of the DMs have <laughs> been aggressively suggesting to us that I be mic'd. I like yeah, yelling yeah, in the background. I feel a dip coming on. A dip <laughs> coming on. Do it, listeners, because this is a one <laughs> big dreaming. He's going back into the shadows, an echoey chamber with no microphone. We're putting him down an echo chamber down the hall from my ass in a milk crate with a pot and a pan. To echo. Listen, I just want to applaud you for recording an episode on your vacation and recording an episode out on the road. You are hard working and, you know, people should appreciate. That's all I've got to say. And this hard work should be rewarded with accolades like the Queer Tea 2019, (laughs) which we've been nominated for for best podcasts and you can vote every day until February 22nd. I voted from my phone and then I voted from my computer. They don't keep track like that. So y'all can vote and vote, vote the house down. Um, and Alaska's also nominated for drag royalty and her and Jeremy are nominated for, uh, aliens, their music video from amethyst journey, which if you haven't heard it, you should check it out. It's a pretty cool, um, pretty cool album. Well, you're nominated for drag royalty too. Yeah, but I'm not gonna win, so I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Can we just? The picture is really good, though. One of the drag coven girls took my picture. It's great. <laughs> I, I, I think we should um, we should vote for who else is nominated in that category? Chandler, um, Michelle Visage, and RuPaul. Um, no, not podcast in drag royalty. I'll look it oh. up right now. I don't oh, no. feel right winning drag royalty because I feel like I already won that once before. So when I, you when you won it from uh, when you won a crown, right? And a stick, a shiny stick, <laughs> the shiny stick, the shiny <laughs> stick. But you can vote once per day on every single device that you own. Um, go to queer.com and find that queer tea awards. Um, I think. Race chaser winning for pot. Are you going to the awards thing? I'm not in town. Should we send Dipper with our wigs? I'm going. Well, I'm also nominated for a music video award, but I didn't want to talk about it because this isn't my platform. Uh, Uh, Alaska and Jeremy are up against you in a category. This is cutthroat. Good luck. (laughs) I know. Good luck. That's The queerties don't fuck around. They want blood. They're not here to make friends. No, they're here to make us into enemies. Drag royalty yeah. is Willem, Lady Bunny, Alaska, Peaches Christ, Bibi Zahara Benet, Taylor Mac, Shangela, the Boule Brothers, and Alyssa Edwards. How many nominees are there? What thirteen thousand? What is it? A fucking cook-off? <laughs> That's the, it's the Great British Bake Off. Jesus Christ! I hope we don't have a soggy bottom. It's a. I'm afraid it had a soggy bottom. Uh, I, you know, it's a, it's a great category and being nominated is award enough. 
Truth. Let's Truth. get into the episode this week. We can tell. No. Na- can we tell Naomi and Monique that too? Let's get in the episode now. <laughs> <laughs> now. Talk more about award, uh, ambiguous awards that I randomly nominated for for some reason. More about the accolades. Okay. 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 So here's the. Here's the. Okay. So last week. We saw that amazing skit. (laughs) (laughs) Skit, skit, skunk. Sex and the Kitty Girl 3. Yeah. um, Trinity sent Latrice Pack in. And now we have our top four. Boom, bam, bing. Mm -hmm. Trinity, Monique, Naomi, and Monet. And I like that Latrice's second mirror of the season is just, still a queen. Bye. See ya. Still a queen. This time, too. Like RuPaul was going to take all of her wigs away and say, you got to go home and quit now. I have to go write AJ and the Queen. Goodbye. See you at rehearsal. See you soon. I'm so excited um, to watch Latrice's journey continue and um, have the the fans finally get off my back about your bias towards Latrice. Yeah, I am. She's my friend and I like her. That's um, the thing. I mean, I'm I'm really biased toward Manila, and I I don't. I think it's just. And I was on the pit stop with Manila. She's the new host of Pit Stop. And I keep seeing this clip that's like, um, she asks me, is this the final four you envision? And I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I just, there was no reality where Manila wasn't going to be in the final when I was looking at the original cast. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. We never promised that we would be unbiased. So don't be trying that people saying, oh, shut up. I never said I was a role model. <laughs> Life's not fair. <laughs> um, but but all in all, I will say this is a really strong final four. What an exciting! Yeah, they look like you can pick up a lot of stuff. What? They look strong. They are very strong. They're. I mean, it's a really interesting bunch of queens and they've done an amazing job consistently throughout this season so that's the important thing and that's that's what we're that's what we have in this final four yep we do uh they're down to the nitty-gritty itty-bitty titty committee committee um i think trinity is saying i told you from the beginning i want the strongest competitors around me um that that didn't happen but she does have some strong competitors around her um but i i I'm, I would have wanted Manila there, too, I think. I saw her this week at um, my shop, and I was like, are you going to do it again if they ask? She's like, girl. And I don't know if that means is yes that or no. Yes, or is that girl no? You know how girl girl can mean, like, five different things? Like, if you say, like, girl, or, like, girl. It is our aloha. <laughs> yeah, it's one of them It's one of them all all-purpose words. Well, I would do it if they asked me. Would you do it? <laughs> yeah, sure. For, for discussion's sake, I would do it. <laughs> I, my opening look would be um, would be uh, probably something denim with fringe, <laughs> hoverboard, and a bulletproof vest. Yeah, uh, I will not be seen cleaning on screen. Thank you. I can't. I can't clean on television. I won't do it. Um, I, I just can't see the dirt. Just like Lady Justice, who may be blind, but Mama Ru has her eye on all of them, and not the only one. Mama Ru sent encrypted mirror messages, video messages. 
That's very cryptic. Yeah. Wait, can you Basically, t- she just should have said, P.S., you got to deal with Todrick this, and his mouth this episode. <laughs> Todrick is such a good, um, like, a guest coach. because oh, she plays the game. He really knows how to get, like, get your go. If, if you, like, show a crack of insecurity, he can really, like, get in there and kind of wiggle at it he sees you eyeing up some dancer butt which i mean that's what dancer butt is there for and she jumps and she says well girls that get distracted don't use the crown it's like girl calm down we know you like the pitter paddle with your dancers too that's what dancers are for that's what goddamn dancers are for oh my god let's take a break now for dancing on my dick <laughs> and reflect on that okay bye bye <laughs> So come with us, dissect the skulls, don't make a fuzz. On your Helix mattress. <laughs> Helix mattress. What's up? Is she firm? Is she soft? Ooh, touch this mattress. Have you touched this mat? No Ooh. mattress here. No mattress here. <laughs> Ooh, is that a Helix? Ooh, that is a Shelix. That's Ooh. what I like to Ooh, call she it. it. <laughs> she licks it and she likes it. If you lick that mattress, it's yours. If you haven't heard already, Helix mattresses are really good. Everyone who slept on mine in my house, they love it. Have you ever slept on a Helix mattress? Anyone that's had participatory activities on mine has also loved it. <laughs> They've given it two thumbs up. Salute. Salute. <laughs> so, uh, Helix. Okay, this is a sleep company and they've built a sleep quiz. It takes two minutes to complete. It's and not then a they... hard quiz. It's really easy. Very easy. Mm-hmm. I did it for my grandmother. You did? Yeah, I did. Aww. They ask your body type, sleep preferences, and then they put it together and they find out the perfect mattress for you. And don't lie to them. There's no wrong answer here. And it'll tell you Gee, what kind uh... of sleeper you are, you know? And you should just go to helixsleep.com slash drag, <gasps> take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a mattress and you'll get so much much better sleep and you spend a lot of your time in your bed it should be formulated to you you know exactly and for couples helix can even split the mattress down the middle providing individual needs and feel preferences for each side like ooh, get up in that you know lower back and you want to put your knees up or something <laughs> yeah right they have a 10-year warranty and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free mm. I wish I could say the same about all these offers in my bed. <laughs> right now, Helix is offering up to $200 off a mattress orders for their President's Day sale. Oh. And that's, I guess, now. Yeah. Or soon. So, yeah, get $200 off at helixsleep.com slash drag. That's helixsleep.com slash drag for $200 off your mattress order for their President's Day sale, which is happening right now. I didn't know if you told them it was helixsleep.com slash drag. Eight out of ten tricks they do say the mattress is the best location for the dissemination. Okay. Oh my god, did we just do that at the same time? Did we? So insane. We both say, except I was changing the words to She's a maxi challenge. Uh, And I'm putting on earrings. I've never, it looks like you're almost getting ready for life ball. You're so finessed and and made up. Is this a 280 density wig? We. Uh, are on Google Hangouts right now because that's a that's a, a, the best way to get audio, I guess. But I can I can see Willem and I can see Big, and I so I decided to put on some earrings. 
Now, are those conflict-free cubic zirconias? <laughs> They're fully conflicted. There's too many conflicts. <laughs> They've created a lot of conflict. Whoa. Well, Not this maxi the- challenge is a lot of conflict, too. they got to write and record their own ver- verses for Super Queen, and um, it's all about having superpowers. they got to learn choreography with Todrick, and then be guests on Michelle and Rue's podcast, What's the Tea?, which is also nominated for a Queer Tea Award, but uh, you can vote for that if you want. I'm not telling you what to do. That's right. Are you a listener? Um, no, I don't. but I don't listen to many podcasts, but I'm going to start soon, but it's going to be with ours. I want to start with ours. I'm going to blast it one of these days. Oh, that's good. I like listening to ours. I've listened, I, I've listened to a couple and I love it. Yeah. I love listening to Oprah's podcast. I love listening to On the Media. Do you watch Oprah's Super Soul? Well, I listen to it. I don't watch it. Um, apparently, uh, Bradley's on there, and he says some stuff about Shangela and me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. Li- that's on like March third on OWN. I'm gonna watch that. I think just because I like to touch myself and hear my name on television. The podcast is out. Is it? So yeah. Well, I if listen- you listen to it, let me know if, if they if they drop me. Um, one name I would like to drop is Markaholic because he produced the Super Queen song. Yes. And I loved getting to be in there. I got to be there for the taping of this episode. The little drummer girl? uh, What? Weren't you drumming? I was, yeah. Little drummer girl. You're like, what? What did you say to me? What is that? Get out. Get the fuck out. (laughs) Get out. I said, get out. And in a full circle moment that really was satisfying for me, we got to see the mole again. The mole? In her makeup. <laughs> what mole? Remember on the first episode, she appeared in this like tiny green screen superhero house with a mole? <laughs> and we were like, what is that? And then it reappeared. Like, why is she dressed that way? Why is she looking? Why does she have a mole? Well, the style prompt... And I couldn't reveal this at the time. The style prompt said to be like a uh, um, like a rock and roll look in all black. Mm-hmm. And so I w- I went like full like twisted sister with it. And so I just had like the crazy blonde hair and like the crazy blue oh. and like D Snyder with the mole. And I blacked out one of my teeth because I don't know. Which is I- my day look. <laughs> when you take out your partial. Yeah, um, I I loved in when you were drumming on stage. There was a layer of CGI fake fog at the bottom that they laid in. Really? Yeah. Uh, you can see it. I'll send you. Uh, we'll post it on this on the um, Race Racer Pod Instagram. But you can totally see where they uh, CGI digitaled in a, a layer of fog during the Super Queen song, and it's not even blended. Which it's I don't know who I'm complaining about because I don't know much about blending either. There was a lot of real fog that day. They must have just not had ample fog for our solo shots. VH1 don't have that good fog money? Well, I think they didn't want to gas out the girls. Because if they blew out the smoke for us, which we filmed before them, then like it would have been out of hand. Because by the end, when like Trinity's twirling those capes, like mm-hmm. there's a lot of haze. Cut the smoke! Cut the smoke! <laughs> I need to sing take a bow Cut the fucking smoke <laughs> God damn it Oh my gosh it was, 
I had, it was a very proud moment being there because Mark was there that day. Cause it was like his song. And this was like the sort of unveiling of that song. Mm-hmm. And I was very proud of him because it's a really, I love it. I love the song. I think it's really catchy. Yeah. It's really cute. I love, I love all of his stuff and all of his stuff for triple a girls, which you can check out on iTunes or somewhere else. He's produced Heather's. He produced um, a lot of shit for us. Didn't he do... Um, when the Water Runs Clear. Yeah. Uh, Uber Driver. Uh, didn't he do your any of your songs? Oh, your yeah. Life? He's done like 25 songs for me. Right. He's, yeah, he's a boy at the bottom. English wow. and Spanish. He's, he's profilic. Is that how you say it? Prolific. Prolific. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like these girls' verses, prolific. And, well, and do they do they really just set the scene and lay out the things for the song, right? We didn't get to see a lot, because... Trinity's was edited down to, like, five seconds, I felt like. I felt like other girls had longer verses in Trinity from what they showed in the final. Naomi has, like, two lines. It's like... Because she has the bridge, so she has, like, two lines and then sort of, like, a, and work, and yes, and then that's... So, yeah, I think there, there, it was like a short little bit that they had to write. Mm-hmm. And I think that... Almost uh, a musical skit. <laughs> it is a musical skit, completely. Yeah. And they're supposed to have been hinting at having superpowers, which I guess I guess the words kind of do. But they um, didn't show the taping of the um, actual recording process, which mm-hmm. some- they do in the final episode, but they didn't this time. I like that they actually talk about this being a highly melanated uh, top four because this is the first time in a while that they haven't had mostly white queens, it seems, um, in the top, right? Yeah. It's been really great to see, like, so many, uh, so many diverse fucking queens this season. Yeah, some have fillers, some have more fillers. Some have more <laughs> Some have Juvederm, some have Restylane. Like, I mean, it's it's very... Weren't, wasn't that <laughs> part of Naomi's lyrics? She was like, I pumped these lips so much. Lips pump like the old Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a fierce verse. That, that one gets stuck in my head a lot. Do you think this song will have the effect that um, Kitty Girl did and um, Red You Wrote You? I don't. Well, I love Kitty Girl. A Kitty Girl is the most infectious for me, for sure. Markaholic did that one too, right? Yeah, he did. Um, yeah. And I think lyrically, uh, Read You Wrote You was really special because it was sort of like just, it was more like free form and we had like more, more bars to write. Mm-hmm. And the theme was sort of like, read, read your competitors, like be shady. And so that's why I thought it was, like, really fun. Cause yeah, you were great. Drag queenisms lend themselves to that. And Speaking you inspired that- Will Smith for the new Aladdin film. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Queen's inspiring. <laughs> um, I need to talk about one queen who's not on Drag Race right now and who probably never will be again, but it's her birthday. Happy birthday, Courtney Act. Oh, my gosh. Corbelina. Happy oh. birthday. Day. So proud of her wearing 360 lace, 30 inch units with human hair, 
And gosh, on Dancing with the Stars, shimmying that little bit of shake that she got. Good for her. Good for her. I knew that, you know, she could move and she could learn choreography, but like that was really intense. Oh, yeah. Dancing. And yeah. she made it look fucking easy. Big Dipper, are you voguing or are you telling us we have to take a break? No, I was, do- I was just reenacting all those intricate hand movements she did in her routine. There was it the snapping was really, and the. It was a really hard, like intense routine, and she fucking killed it. Like, I'm like, what can this woman not do? I don't think there's anything. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll think of something. You open your phone to go to your notes where you keep a list. List of things that Courtney sucks at worse than me. Yeah, I have one. All right, well, let's take a break. Okay, bye. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time. All in one place, all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days, and it's important for your business to stand out. And that's why Squarespace is so important. We use it for Drag Queen of the Year, and it was really easy to use. Your Drag Queen of the Year site is beautiful. And I know. Somebody said it took less than an hour to do. Just click, click, click the box. Really quick, really easy. You don't need to learn code or anything. I love that. Uh, we, You can start with a completely personalized website with the new guided system, Squarespace Blueprint. You can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, tailored to your brand or business and optimized for every device. And then you can easily launch your website and get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. So you show up more often to more people and grow the way you want. And Squarespace makes it super easy to sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical, digital, or service products. Squarespace has the tools you need. Plus, you can connect major social and multimedia accounts to your website in a few clicks as icons, direct links, or embedded feeds. And sellers can also sync their product catalog directly with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Google to reach more customers and reduce the steps for a purchase. Love that seller sync. They've really thought of it all. They really have. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. I like Hinge because it's one of those things where you have all these things to answer questions about, and I love talking about myself. Hinge prompts help you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Exactly. Specifically, Hinge's LGBTQIA prompts are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAD, so they are by the people for the people. Willem, let's answer one of these prompts together. Okay, here's here's a good one. It says, I feel proudest of who I am when... I personally feel proudest of who I am when I'm, like, on stage and I'm doing a show and I'm like, this is... This is fucking great the audience is there with me i like that i feel proudest of who i am when the 
flight attendant gives me a little nod and lets me know I can use the closet because he knows what's in the bag. Yeah. Yes. LGBTQIA plus prompts are a great way to connect around niche yet relatable queer experiences by showcasing your nuances, humor, personality, and lived experiences. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. What was it like to be back on set again? It's fabulous. I love it. Do they call you Miss Thunderfuck or does everybody call you Alaska? No. I mean, it was it was really nice and it was it's really fun. And basically the day was hanging out with Chad and Trixie because if you think about it, we started the day with the queens out of drag mm-hmm. and then they had to like get into drag I think they had to like, like all this stuff happened. So we like filmed the early segment and then like sat around for like four hours. Just hurry like, up and wait. Right. And then uh, we filmed, we got to be in the band and like watch them each do their routine. Now, how, uh, how did you split your time between doing that and drumming for the Muppets? <laughs> Animal. Is that that you? That's you, right? My, that was also my major influence. Animal, thank you. Jim, uh, can we get a side by side for the gram, mm-hmm. please? Yes. I have. A, I have a question. Has craft service gotten better since your season? The answer is yes. Work. Craft services was stunning. Cool. Um, I I love that they used your laugh as a transition on the show. They're like, oh, we're, we're going to put that on our soundboard. With an echo, even. That's not an echo. That's your actual voice. (laughs) Fucking man. (laughs) I have built-in reverb. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It was Um, Will you tell us about any more gapes or goopery that you had planned? I know there was something with a hand or something. And they said, no, 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 we don't need to show all that. Well, I I don't think it was like, oh, it was too much. They just didn't have time. It was, there was a lot of stuff that had to be covered and i think they more wanted to cover the podcast um segment like that's basically the question and answer portion of the pageant Mm -hmm. so i think it's important to show the contestants like point of view and like um who they are like i learned stuff about monique hart that i did not know how wonderful what how wonderful like she used to be 300 pounds and she used to be a minister in a pray the gay away search program. Mm. So it's not exactly a ringing endorsement, her being on drag race center right now before that program. Yeah. Well, no, but it she, she sort of realized that like, this is not like, this is not the tea for me. This is not my journey. And it like, it changed her life and she started doing drag and like, Look at her now. So, like, I'm glad that we got to see that. I love and that I, she, she said she started drag in March, and then she had her own show by October or whatever. I was like, damn. These amateur I girls come up quick. <laughs> Give a blue gun and a dream and a tutorial. Bam, they're there. And I like that, like, this information is, uh, is like, something that I'm like we're just learning about now. Because I would think that 
for someone who had aspirations to be on a reality show, they would make that the leading point. Right? They That's that they're burying their lead line deep because that is good story. Pray the gay away drag race contestant. That's that's the kind of national news I would want to read about in like a USA Today or like, you know, the back of a Newsweek, like where it's like people, personal issues. Sure. I think it's, it makes me want to know more about Monique. Yes. And I don't think anyone on the podcast would have anticipated me saying that. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a testament to her <laughs> as a, as, as her character standing alone without like, I need a sensational backstory. Like she, she doesn't create her identity out of that. She creates her identity out of like who she is now. Yeah, and like, totally. I respect that like really fully. And like, I thought that was really, it was just like an interesting facet to learn about her. Now, did you happen to tell any of these girls about another podcast that's going on that we'd be happy to have them as guests on? <laughs> we had, oh, I don't think we had started it then. Girl, you we got to know. You go. Not, not to be vulgar, but I also have a podcast. Right. So, Alaska, but, are you Team Katya? Oh, right. That's my other Easter egg. Um, I, uh, I like sneaking in messages to Drag Race whenever I can, however I can. So I was like, I want to bring in this umbrella. I love umbrellas. And I, I love opening umbrellas and doors because it's supposed to be bad luck. And it's like. And I was like, what, what can I write on it? And I'm Team Katya. I didn't know who was going to be there. So I was like, I have to choose somebody. I think it was perfect. It was succinct. It made no sense. And the penmanship was legible. <laughs> That's important. Oh, those really... three things. Very on brand, AT. The other gig that I had planned was underneath my top hat, I had a severed arm like a severed hand it was like a bloody stump like severed hand and we originally did a sit-down interview the three um all-star queens with each of the girls in the workroom so we like sat and talked and like sipped our cocktails and they like told us what was going on and like we did this whole thing like it took a while we a little morning cocktail party yeah and during one of the interviews, I can't remember who we were with. It might have been Monique. And I was like, wait, we live in the age of the reveal. Hold on. Check this out. And I lifted my hat really slowly and dramatically and shook it. And then the severed hand thumped out and fell to the ground. <laughs> and, and I went, oh, no, I'm so embarrassed. That was supposed to be a live dove. <laughs> <laughs> It's so stupid. The the butterfly thing had just happened, so it was very fresh in my mind. Like I thought it was so funny to, I don't know, just have a a reveal go wrong, but it didn't make it to TV. Oh man, man! But I think maybe one of the reasons why our sit down interviews didn't didn't make it to air is because, uh a lot of our conversation was based around the fact that the fucking hall of fame is too many white girls. We all had that conversation independently of one another without prompting. Everyone brought that up and everyone was also like, 
Trinity's probably going to win because she's been dominating the whole show. I mean, the math, the math, if we were going just by math at this point, Trinity is the clear front runner. Yeah. Based Which, on math. Based on math. And then Monet is second, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. With Monique Hart not very far behind, like by a fraction of a point behind. And even with them long legs, Naomi ain't catching up yet. No. But she was consistent. But beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Rue's gown this week is amazing, too. It's, like, covered in this, like, silver star pattern that echoes the background of the stage. And um, the queens get to perform their all-dancing, all-lip-syncing, live-singing version of Super Queens. Yes. Uh, which yeah, I... She's wearing all-stars. Oh. Um... <laughs> Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, the soundstage is set up like a superhero's lair. Um, and there's like an office chair. I wish one of the bitches had like a cat and she was stroking it. I know. I would she love a cat. Missed opportunity. Now we uh, know Trixie plays the guitar. Alaska, are you a professional drummer? And Chad is a DJ, right? <laughs> if Chad is a DJ. <laughs> My eternal mood and inspiration is Chad Michaels as a DJ. <laughs> Everyone keeps tagging us as the Hex Girls. Do you, is that from Pokemon or something? I don't know. I thought y'all looked like uh, the Misfits. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I like that. Yeah, totally. Um, there, I, I'm surprised they could see you at all, though, with all the fucking fog. <laughs> The CGI there, there was no chance of even a glimpse of fancy footwork popping through. <laughs> I don't even think I was wearing shoes. Wait, I, don't, I, I, don't, I might have not been wearing shoes. What did you think of these girls' outfits for the uh, Super Queen thing? I mean, the directive must have been like some sort of superhero, super something, right? Yeah. I thought Monet was really an example of someone who, I mean, you could, you could see the final challenge of any season as sort of just being like, cause no one is really deemed like the winner. Mm-hmm. So you could see it as, Oh, it's not an official challenge. Like we're all just, we're all just doing it. Yeah. It's not worth a point. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Who that is? We have a special guest, and she smells like onions, ladies and gentlemen. Why? Monsoon. I was eating tuna fish. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the pimento that really sets it off. <laughs> um, I I just love get, getting to see all these girls really, you know, push themselves with these singing and dancing challenges. Because I remember in the talent show when uh, Monet, Monet did his uh, comedy act that first time. Um, his. Yeah, he it was a didn't he do a comedy act? She's a woman on the show. Not not he. Not him. She sorry, she didn't she do a comedy act? Yes. (laughs) Oh wait, no, no, no. It was she was singing, but it was I laughed. (laughs) It was bad. So that's why I thought it was comedy. My bad. Um We need to take a break. Bye. Bye. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
into the, the runway. 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 <laughs> it's really hard when uh, we're like about 16 time zones away from each other trying to uh, sing a song in sync. But I but think we're, we're doing it. I think we're doing it. We're doing it. We are so happy that y'all are listening to this podcast. Um, I am so happy that I am a 36-year-old faggot who gets to discuss dress-up fashions of life-size Barbie dolls on a TV show. And these looks, Monet's little African silk print gown with the with the dreadlocks. That oh, girl, I love. I think this is one of the best she looked all season. <laughs> on our on our um, outline, it says deadlock up. <laughs> Which I love. Um, we love reading Big Dipper's spelling. Well, I didn't even talk about the superhero layer. layer. <laughs> Listen, five full page outlines every time we do um, this? Every episode, always, always on point, and always I insightful. Do and do proofread them. I'm just slightly dyslexic. With what? Your foot? Stop, stop. I want to see a deadlock updo. What is deadlock? Like, it just isn't going anywhere. It's any- a bunch of master locks with combos. <laughs> it's not like going chain. anywhere. <laughs> We're in complete deadlock. Okay, let's talk about these runways. I got to watch this runway from the back of the room. <gasps> Get you. That, that's the first time I've ever gotten to, like, see a runway from where everybody sits there and watches that. Did you so, get notes? Uh... <laughs> Just nooch, just nooching. Nooch. <laughs> N-A on the judging panel. Got it. <laughs> BMW um, body made wrong. Die in fire. It was a really beautiful runway. As you said, Monet is giving uh, Africana beautiful. The dress has some really beautiful stonework as well. I, I was um, kind of disappointed Monique wore black because black doesn't really read well. Like all the texture gets lost. And I know I couldn't tell if it was feathers or gowns or petals or what. But like I'm sure in person it looked gorgeous. This is the thing that you always say. Like you never wear black because it gets lost. It, it gets lost. It doesn't photograph and film as well. It doesn't stand out if you're in a lineup. So like I've. Uh, I've started introducing more color into my wardrobe because of you, Willem. Maybe Monaya let you borrow that tomato soup color wig. <laughs> Everyone has a good old tomato wig on this season. Don't they? Remember Trinity wore it during the milk splat, the plastique? Uh-huh. They're passing yeah. that one around. Do you have a good tomato soup wig? I have my red alley wig, and then I have a Wigs by Vanity and Strawberry Sweetheart with a Mitzi uh-huh. attachment. Oh, she has a Mitzi. Yeah, she can't do it with the Mitzi. <laughs> I feel like Monique and was... And then we have Jinx had a permanent tomato soup wig. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no-prep-no-mess meal. Ooh, I'm thinking something al fresco. Mm. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Have you tried the Factors? I've loved the Factors. Oh, it's girl. been the it factor for me, actually, for Absolutely. a while because there's so many different choices. Like You have 35 different things to choose from every week, and they're all different, and they it's like... I love the I love the variety because with 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore in your mouth. 
crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 and use code drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's savings you can taste. That's drag code drag50 at factormeals.com slash drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with Five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! All right. She invented fucking tomato so, soup. Mine's carrot juice. Carrot juice. Do that if he hates. I loved uh, Trinity's outfit. She showed it to me uh, a, a few months ago saying, like, this is the gowns I'm bringing because I told her I wanted that Casey guy who made her zip tie outfit. She said, oh, well, look at this dress, gal, blah, 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 blah. You know how, like, when you get new things, you need to show everybody? It was one of those moments where I saw every runway, and I was like, that dress is uh, one of the most sickening dresses I've ever seen on the runway. It's, like, Chinese hot couture with, like, French toile, like, cups, and, like, fuck. It didn't look dishwasher safe, but it was amazing. How are you going to put cups on your titty? It was really, really fierce uh, and really... um Really beautiful. Her pussy was fully on fire on that runway. But she brought girl, a step stool to the stop at the stairs because her step, her pussy was so stepped up. T. And Naomi was in scalding. an outfit. What? Scalding. Scalding. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi, we, everyone was audibly gasping when this walked out on the runway. The way the st- it was completely stoned. That mesh was stoned. It was completely stoned, and it was just like it, people were gasping in in that room when she wow. walked in. It was like a and Violet I, moment at the, the crowning for uh, that other show. Wait, what? It was like Violet at the crowning for the regular show for season oh. seven. Remember when she walked out in that dress? Yeah. And I was like, Violet, this is the best thing you've done since you've won. I know. That dress, remember? That House of yeah. Carney? Girl. Um, I like that Naomi was in all that purple and you goddamn well know that purple fabric was the same purple fabric as our Miss Vita Boheme outfit because Dallas Coulter made those too. Yes, you're right. It is. Dallas must have bought 1,800 yards of that and said, y'all are getting purple this year. <laughs> y'all gotta look like Hamburglers, bitch, or Grimace. I love... Uh, I, feel, I feel one step closer to perfection knowing that I have garments made out of that. Totally. 
Um, I love the girls' uh, final statements. Did all of them get edited down to, like, barely there, or did they all talk more than that? You were there, right? I don't know if we watched the q and A. I don't. I don't fully remember. But, I mean, this, this says that it's sort of splitting hairs, and I completely agree with that, Big Dipper, because everyone has been really consistent and like has done a great job. And especially on this challenge, like, I don't know. I didn't feel like there were any, I didn't feel like anybody did a bad job. Would I want to listen to the song like in the club? No. Well, what you want to do is necessarily what what you're going to do. (laughs) You will be hearing it. I hope so. That's not my narrative, Alaska. Stop trying Gia. Oh my gosh. G and Monet got into it on Twitter. That was great. Excuse oh, me. Nice. Yeah, did you see that? Maybe you can use some of that 100000 to buy some sickening looks. And then, like, Monet slapped back. Oh, yeah. Why don't uh, you, only if you use some money to buy a new personality first? And it seemed like they were just being, you know, kiki kaka, joking around with each other. And then all of a sudden, Gia responds with, well, I thought a winner wouldn't go out of her way to make someone look bad to her audience just to crush someone's joy. And it's like, wow, I got serious on a turned on a dime. It's hard to tell when G is playful or when she's serious because she's not actually funny and good at delivering a joke. She's funny to hang out with and humorous, but like she's not a stand-up girl. So when it's in black and white on Twitter, you're like, is she just being mean or is she trying to read and be funny? So I, a lot gets lost in translation, so I don't give it to either of them. See, us girls, we like to start out just making jokes, and then soon, then before you know it, someone ends up, up bank balances. Can. What? <laughs> someone ends up punched in the face at a garbage can before you know it. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, this is the bank balance. Mama, look at... Baby. Baby. <laughs> Damn. Um, I... I'm happy that these girls are the top two. I would have loved to see Naomi in it too, but um, it's called the top two, not a. Nope. Our first freeze. <laughs> Who's frozen? You were for a second. It's called the top two, not a. Oh, not a top eight, <laughs> which I prefer. Wow. You prefer eight tops. Hey. Whoa. It's Calm down with all that. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. If you do the math, and I'm a, I'm a huge, I'm a, I'm a math addict. I'm a math girl. Um, right, I'm a math girl. If you consider the final challenge to be a challenge, Monet, I think was, I think was definitely uh, in the top and would have won it. So that would put her neck and neck with uh, Trinity. Yeah. So you know. I they they're very close. And I have a question. Can't. Do you think that Trinity looked like the Silver Surfer had a baby with Nefertiti for her Super Queen's outfit? I liked the. Uh, that's what I thought. I said Silver Surfer done took Nefertiti from behind, and then Trinity bad. popped out. Very and that vibe. Got the bottle of WD forty in the incubation womb. <laughs> um. Also, do you think her look inspired the prompt for their promos? Coulda, maybe. It's like you're Destin in the cape, and like it was kind of the climax of the whole season. Oh yeah, the promo was done after, huh? 
Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I saw I saw Farrah do Fighter once, so, and I'm pretty sure she inspired this whole lip sync at <laughs> Senior Frogs in Vegas. I think Rue was in the audience said, that's it. We're going to do this. This is Farrah's season. <laughs> I didn't get to watch the lip sync. I had a hard out, so I had to leave. <laughs> oh, a hard out. What does that mean for those non, um, non-immersed in the film and television world? It means when you're on a set and you have to, like, there's an absolute time you have to be finished so that you can leave. That's, like, your hard out time. And I had to take a flight to England that night. And, like, it was, everything kept getting pushed back. And, like, it was sort of, it was getting to look like we weren't going to be able to walk out and hand the crown and the scepter, which was kind of the whole Point of view being there. Yeah. I have a question, Alaska. This jinxed. Here, um, <laughs> our correspondent. Um, <laughs> what was your motivation uh, to wear your your same crowning look from your season? Oh, because the space time continuum in the Drag Race All Stars Hall does not uh, align with the real world. So she still that was only minutes after <laughs> that, this has happened directly after she won, right? Oh yeah, time is non-linear in the Drag Race Hall of Fame, seeing as it's that hypothetical <laughs> virtual place. Virtual all-white place. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> oh, oh my god, damn! I actually like the, both of those theories. I I accept them. So it has to be said. And she's my sister, and I love her. <laughs> but it's like Chad Michaels looked amazing. You like did your nod back to when you won, and then Trixie pulled out her meet and greet dress that she can't be bothered to, <laughs> to steam before walking down the runway. And I was disappointed because it's like Trixie, you live in LA, you have all your drag right there at your disposal, and you're just gonna wear your little tip tipping dress. <laughs> but you, she was so uninvested. <laughs> Probably in flats. <laughs> Holy. <laughs> a croc. <laughs> I mean, it's a great, it's a great tip and dress. It's a great, it's a great meet and greet look. Girl but, showing up at the gig and tip and dresses. But here's the thing is like, I think you did it the smartest. Cause like, unless you were able to like whip up something that was going to like blow everyone's freaking minds, you know, Violet Chachki kind of. She ruined the game for all of us. If you're going to like crown the new winner, you have to look like you are untouchable and on Mount yeah. Olympus. <laughs> but you laid the groundwork for that because when you fucking came out in that fucking yeah. Emerald City, fucking, that was, I mean, that's, it's that oh, moment. Yeah. That was that moment of like everyone's breath was taken away. Yeah. yeah, and then Violet was like, oh, I'll do that just 10 times better. <laughs> yeah, but for you to go from so ugly to even moderately pretty was really amazing. No, but I loved it because it's like, unless you're going to fucking destroy the game with your look, then it should be a reference or a nod to something or like clever. And yours was clever because, as we now know, time is nonlinear in the <laughs> Hall of right. Fame. Time yeah. to exist. It's kind of like, you know, the house on Haunted Hill. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> you're the ghost coming back to haunt yourself. <laughs> Completely. I am, actually. That's true. Um, I 
I watched the final lip sync a couple times, and the one thing that stuck out in my mind both times after Naomi and um, Monique were told to kick rocks was uh, kick rocks, mom. It was it, well invited to leave. Sorry, invited to not participate any longer to lose. Um, invited. What stuck out most for me was that the edit, if you look at it, it wasn't on a girl for more than two seconds. And that's classic. Like, we can't decide which we're going to show. Um, it, it didn't present a clear winner. And from what I heard from people on set, not you, but from others, was that um, it definitely, the live performance being their favorite one girl. I'm not going to say who it was, but um, the, the final edit did make it definitely look like there, there was a, a point of contention on who would be the winner. You were you there for the final lip sync? No, I had to leave, so yeah. I didn't. Get to, I didn't get to watch it. But as I was packing up, I heard the song playing because they play it so so loud in that room. It's an ear splitting level. Like we were in the next studio over, and we could hear it. Farrah came rushing over. She's like, "Give me back my thumb drive! <laughs> Give me that back! Give me that back, gorge!" <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Um, um, let's well, take a um, let's take a break and then do our final winner thoughts when we come back. I want to talk about the pussycat wig. Okay, talk about the pussycat wig. We could do that when we get back. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. <laughs> okay. After all that you put me through, and after all that I have done, I know that you have made me stronger, and I'm a fighter. Wow. Um, I My favorite point in the lip sync was when um, Trinity did her signature. I'm going to get on the ground, throw my hair, and then pull back. And then... Um, it's a signature move at this point. Yeah, but my actual, actual favorite was Monet doing the whole... Did you ever see uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt where Titus takes his glasses off to reveal the same pair of glasses? <laughs> Monet right. doing that with the wig showed a deft comedic skill, which I thought was, um, you know, it's just laughing at herself, you know? And mm-hmm. it's... It, I, I, I'm fully happy with her win now. <laughs> you know, just because, like, anybody that can laugh at themselves... That can walk around like a big butt pink panther <laughs> with no nose. I like. I like. I like her a lot as well. Yeah. And I think this episode, every area that she could have knocked it out of the park, she fucking did. Yeah. Like her look in that performance was spectacular. Her Q and A was relatable and real and good. Uh, and this fucking lip sync. She did a reveal. We've all threatened to do this reveal. The wig reveal that reveals the exact same wig. Mm-hmm. We've all been threatening to do it for years. And she fucking did it on the biggest stage imaginable. That the reminds me. And then they edited it together in iMovie to make it look like both of them won. <laughs> <laughs> Alaska and I have been talking for years about doing a reveal where we come out in like corresponding looks and she's in blonde hair and I'm in red hair and then we rip off our costumes and we're wearing each other's costumes and then we rip off our wigs and we're wearing each other's wigs. (laughs) I love that. Wow. Alaska, you said on this show like six episodes ago, you were like, if Monet ever gets crowned, 
I want to mm-hmm. see her in a sparkly jumpsuit and a pussycat wig because that's who she is. True. Um, I'm so glad that that happened, and I and I hope that I wasn't secretly spoiler alerting. Like, You've been coy with us for eight episodes talking about I don't want to know who's in the top four. No, I didn't. <laughs> That was not me spoiler alerting. I just literally, I believe that, I believe in knowing who you are and knowing what your brand is and, like, just fucking doing it every single time. Now, I have a question. I know that they filmed ties in the past. When Courtney uh, lost, they filmed Bianca and Adore tying. Um, (laughs) What? When Courtney, you know, lost. (laughs) She didn't win. Um... They filmed the two girls tying. I'm wondering with, and that was in front of a live studio audience when they probably had a hard out in Las Vegas. Um, why now in a studio did they not film two girls tying? Do you think that the decision was made after the fact that they realized, oh, wait, hmm, this whites only thing don't look too hot? Well, there are so many conversations that happen because of this double crowning. And when I, yeah, like who's going to get the better crown? Trinity. I think they were identical. They weren't. They were not. And I need you to quit this podcast and recuse yourself if you think that. Because it's the first thing I noticed. One bitch got the good crown. One bitch got a different crown. But I disagree on which one's the good crown. Yeah. <laughs> but Jinx has terrible crown work in her mouth. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, here's the thing crown. about, like, okay, so I've been having the conversation whenever possible, you know, like – it's just very interesting that every winner has been a skinny white blonde girl. <laughs> but I also think every winner has completely deserved the win. And there, I mean, uh, unless you remember that Halle loophole, but, <laughs> <laughs> oh. but um, people get really upset when you talk about like how <laughs> the winners have all been white so far. And they're like, well, it shouldn't be based on race. It should be based on talent and it should be based on who earned it. And that's completely true. But we live in a time, I'm sorry, folks, we live in a time where you can't ignore the fact that all the winners have been white. It doesn't mean that they haven't deserved it, but the conversation needs to be had. <laughs> yes. And so all of that is coming to the surface. Um, uh, did you and, see this coming? Who did you think? Who? What? What horse did you have in the race? Well, I thought it was going to be Trinity because um, she won the most things. Out of the girls left, she had won the most things. True. Also, uh, I think that uh, the tie has people talking and it has people engaging and upset and mad and when we're when we're upset or outraged we click more and we type more and we tweet more and that means the show is doing better and that means it's good so the more that that happens i think it behooves the show and the network to uh piss off the the audience so, where, and where, make where, make them you know upset and tweet and where do you uh, think they keep um, the shark when they're not jumping over it? I don't. Well, I think. Do you it's, think they keep it at World of Wonder in the office, or maybe there's another office in the basement? <laughs> Race Chaser goes to Australia, isn't that from? Or Happy Days goes to Hawaii? Race goes to Hawaii. Yeah. 
is that when they jumped the shark? No, that's from that Happy Days. Yeah, because Fonzie literally jumped the shark. Happy Days, right. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, the reason why I feel completely satisfied with the tie is because Monet and Trinity were neck and neck, but they also played very, very different games. Like, Trinity was there with the eleganza. Monet is a comedic genius. And together, you know, like, they both we're at the top of their game by the end of the series. So it's kind of like apples and oranges. Why not crown one apple and one orange? <laughs> I, I kind of like that when they showed the girls winning wherever they were, A, I saw Kelly Dirk in the background, um, and B, Trinity, it just showed how fucking stupid she is. <laughs> just the digit, like, wait, did we tie? What does that mean? Do you have to cash my check for it? Do you have to be present when I cash a check at the bank? Do you have to co-sign it? Just dumb. So confused looking at the TV like, um, like looking, look, trying to memorize an order now number on the bottom of the TV. She was just, uh-huh. All her pump. You could see all her pump looking up at her. Like, what? Well, they probably weren't expecting it. They were probably expecting to hear one name and then you don't see RuPaul saying it. It's just a voiceover, as you said, Willem, cobbled together in the edit. So they really have to pay attention to find out who wins. Yeah, you have to pay attention. You really got to watch the episode to know that kind of stuff. <laughs> I think there was just there was no reality in her mind where she wasn't she wasn't the winner. And so I think it was just sort of like, wait, they didn't say my name. What what's going on? Wait, do we have to split the money? <laughs> it took her a good ten minutes to figure out that she had also won after Monet had downed the whole bottle of champagne. <laughs> Damn. Um I also love that it's a uh, it's a callback to um, to Tu Wong Fu. A tie. <laughs> this land was made for you and, and her. her. <laughs> I'm so excited that I could just spit. <laughs> I have some insider Tu Wong Fu info for us for after the podcast. Calling. Yeah, I can't wait to tell you. Scalding dish. Well, great. So let's uh, let's. But wrap I would like to commend up. Big Dipper and Alaska for making it through All Stars Four under extenuating and strenuous circumstances. We did it. I'm so glad that we were able to make it work. And thank you, Google uh, Google Hangouts, for uh, <laughs> providing the technology. And thank you, Jinx Monsoon, for for being a special guest. How amazing. <laughs> Twice and have never been invited. Just walked in on my own accord both exactly. times. You two can host Race Chaser. Just walk in. <laughs> just walk in. Yeah, well, well, Cosmo Kramer. Just walk in and watch the show at least once, and then maybe you'll be fine. Ask those winners if they'll be future guests on the show when you perform with them tonight. I couldn't hear you, but sure. <laughs> No, I was busy doing my Lady Bunny impression crossing the border. <laughs> oh, you want to see our Lady Bunny impression crossing the border? It was, uh, it was 5 a.m. and we're sitting there at the American-Canadian border. And they're like, um, sir? And she's like, I'm a rabbit woman. <laughs> sir, no, sir, I'm Lady Bunny. Wow, what, what's, what's the Lady Bunny? Uh, don't you know me? I was on the TV. I'm on VH1. What purpose do you have being in Canada? I know RuPaul. <laughs> <laughs> your emergency contact? Elvira, mistress of the dark. 
they're just like, who is this insane person? And then we're laughing and Bunny tells us to shut up. We were just <laughs> laughing. We were cackling for the next 20 minutes. Falling out. The customs guy was like, what kind of show were you doing? And I opened up my passport and I have a sticker of me in drag. He says, you don't talk. And I'm like, oh, I speak. I was doing a drag show. And then I was like, you better turn down this indignancy a lot. Yeah, we also had all just like, um, chomped on a bunch of edibles like an hour before we get to the border so everyone's stoned out of their gourds. Uh, Lady Bunny, please let me in. I know RuPaul. <laughs> and that Bunny tried to make a Keurig and she opened up the Keurig and poured the crystals in like it was an instant. And then no. was drinking it like, mm, this is crunchy. No. <laughs> yeah, technology. Um, but I am so excited that we get a week off next week because we can let you all hear the Race Chaser Live LA episode, which I know everyone's been asking about. Yes, I started listening to it. It's really, really fun. Um, I was, it was making me laugh. I'm can you hear the ponies? Excited. Can um, you hear the ponies, Fernando? It's really weird just listening to it because you kind of just imagine the ponies, <laughs> which I think is going to be really satisfying for for everyone who wants to listen to it i'm so excited to pick up season 11 too i i am i have strong opinions on who i want to win without ever having seen an episode much like many people in the fandom um silky ganache mm, i'm i'm thinking of somebody um slightly more north uh evie oddly Uh, no but she but i really like uh her everything and as a boy, I think I would be very okay with that on my face. Um, I, Brooklyn Heights. Do you want a bottom for Kahana Montrese? Um, no, but I would let her paint me. Her paint is oh. sickening. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm a Brooklyn gal, I think. Okay. I love Brooklyn. Brooklyn as well. She's very, very classy. I'm so excited to get into it. Don't forget that Race Chaser has been nominated for a Queerty Award. As you know from All-Stars 2, winning is not that important to me, so vote if you want to (laughs) by going to Queerty.com and voting for Race Chaser in the podcast category. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you so much for joining us on Race Chaser. I've been Willem. And I have been Alaska. And this is my only chance to ever be on the microphone. My name is Big Dipper. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so we'll cut that out thank you yeah, so much those Dipper. side eyes you can... Dipper cut that out cut that out we flag this part just flag this section just edit that out thank and you don't forget to um, rate our comments and oh, fuck rate our comments <laughs> uh, you can rate our podcast and comment about how fantastic it is and subscribe to make sure you know when each new episode comes out Yes, and you can follow the dolls at Willem at the Only Alaska 5000. And our Race Chaser podcast Instagram is at Race Chaser Pod. Send us the memes. We have been loving all the drinks and the balls and the taints and the will you be my drag mom when you send us your IG stories. But always use the hashtag Race Chaser when you post or else we won't know how to find it because we're just drag queens. Thank you so much for being here. And most of all, congratulations to our two new queens in the RuPaul's Drag Race Hall of Fame. Yep. Holly Lou. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck, available on iTunes. <laughs>